Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. Moving along now, we're talking to Burita Kumalo, Afro-pop sensation. Burita is a multi-award winning singer, songwriter, guitarist and music producer. Burita is also the founder of her own recording and talent management company called Asali Music. A very good evening to you, Burita. Thanks so much for your time. Evening, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So, Burita, you came to, you originally from Zimbabwe, you came to South Africa in yes. 2011. Take me through yes. that. I mean, I mean, you're fairly young. You would have been in Zimbabwe through the really, I mean, Zimbabwe is still going through its really, really tough times. But what was that like for you? Yes. So, I left Zimbabwe when I was 16 years old, and that was 2007. Mm-hmm. That was at the height of um, the turmoil in Zimbabwe, the political and economic turmoil that had a lot of people leaving the country in search of greener pastures. I come from a family, a middle-class family. Both my parents were teachers, but they worked really hard. They five of us, so they saved up money in hopes that they would retire well and in hopes that they could take us to the best schools that they could afford. But in 2006 and 2007, when the economy crashed and the inflation rate was higher higher than I could ever remember, but I think we all know the story of Zimbabwe. Oh, well, Zimbabwe has always had runaway inflation. <laughs> yeah, I remember this one day when uh, my dad got his salary in the morning and by the end of the day, he couldn't even buy bread with oh, it. it that's, the day he, 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 just, that's the day he made the decision to leave the country and go and search for greener pastures. Wow, that must have been so traumatic, like watching it go yeah. overnight. I mean, I was young at the time. Um, I was in my early teens. Mm-hmm. So I had grown up in a, in a country where Zimbabwe in the 90s was the breadbasket of Africa. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, young black people, you know, could afford. They could afford to, you know, save for the future, invest, buy property. And those are the wishes that, you know, my parents had worked for. But I think for me, and, you know, I was confused I, I, because I'd never seen better. I didn't know any better, but I knew that we were on survival mode. So I knew that we had to hold on to whatever money, whatever cash we had. We were basically on scarcity mode um, each and every day. What was that like for you? I mean, how did that shape your views around money? You know, suddenly having and then, um, you know, and then all of a sudden it's gone. And then having to pick up the pieces and start again, watching your parents having to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I watched my parents move to New Zealand. We moved with the family. I watched them try to start afresh. I think that I've only felt the effect and the trauma of it in my 20s. In my teenage years and in my early adolescence, I really didn't understand it. However, I think that my parents were heavily affected. They were never able to save properly again. They were never, they were never able to to amass the kind of wealth, you know, that they had prior. You know, they had exercised a lot of discipline. And I think that they were really, you know, left broken and shattered. And, you know, I've, I've watched an inconsistent relationship with money between my mom and dad. 
ever since then. So New Zealand, um, so after New Zealand, you came to South Africa. Is that when you started yeah. your career? Yeah, I actually came to South Africa to study. I studied financial information systems, <laughs> <laughs> numbers. It was at the University in the Eastern Cape. But I really came to South Africa to pursue my music career and secretly to study. So having moved currencies from the Zim dollar, which was, you know, falling terribly, mm. to a stable currency in New Zealand, the New Zealand dollar, and then um, to the rand in South Africa, you know, it took me a while to adjust and to have um, a favorable relationship with money. I, I almost didn't understand the role of money in one's life. You know, I think, and for a while there, um, I really, you know, lived hand to mouth. Even when I first started my career, I didn't understand how value is created in the music industry. I didn't even know that you could charge for performances. And also, you know, you know, being a musician is essentially being an entrepreneur. And I didn't understand that thing. So in a learning curve and, you know, growing up in Zimbabwe has not helped the trauma. But you say, you know, your parents had this inconsistent relationship with money. I'm thinking that it was, uh, you know, it was just about survival. Did you go into survival mode or did you go into into spending mode? mode? I mean, what was that? I mean, so once you became a musician and you realized there was some money coming in, you know, even though while you were studying and then you started earning uh, money. I mean, what was it? I mean, did you take on the discipline that you learned from your parents or did you go with that inconsistent? Consistent uh, kind yeah. of relationship with money, like so, it's here. Let me just spend it. Yeah. So, um, interestingly, my parents, when they were in Zimbabwe, they had a similar philosophy to money. So they invested a lot of their money um, together. But when my parents moved overseas, because of you know what had happened in Zim, they had to really start afresh in their forties. And when they did so, um, my mom, my dad had different philosophies on money. So my mom. You know, she saves her money. She, you know, she's always on a positive balance. You know, she doesn't have any debt. Mm-hmm. My dad on the other side, on the other side, is over indebted. You know, barely, <laughs> you know, barely like really working to pay off the bills yeah. and the debt. And and I've watched, you know, that because they they have such a different philosophy with money that happened in their later years. I've I've watched. You know, them struggle to even have a relationship, you know, mm. because of that. And when I moved to South Africa and I started, um, I started my career while I was studying. I think that um, the music industry is an incredibly difficult industry to be in, and also the artist seems to be, you know, the lowest in the value chain of how the money is made in the music industry. So. I think I came from a place where I hadn't really built strong disciplines and I really didn't know, you know, how to handle money. So as much as I was not, I was not splurging my money. I was not wasting my money. I was not buying frivolous things. But I found myself in a constant plus and minus where the money comes in and it quickly goes out to do what it needs to do. It's not well accounted for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one looks back and and thinks, geez, I've worked so hard, but, you know, I can I've hardly... i got nothing to show for it. I've I got nothing to show for it. And I think that was, I would say, the first, the first five years of my career, I struggled with that. But in the last three to four years where I really took 
owner, I would say I, I really started to, you know, read books about money, you know, watch YouTube shows about money, and, and also understand the relationship between money and an entrepreneur, and also connect my money journey to the struggles I've had because of, you know, my unique journey of, you know, living in different countries and being an mm. immigrant. And I've, I think it's only now that I'm, I'm starting to have a healthy relationship with money. It's just it's just about managing the money, but you know, having to yes. go through that, you know, um, and and come to South Africa, and you're still studying, and then you still had student debt to deal with, and then yes. you started off as a musician, and you're still building yourself up because, as you say, you feel like you at the lowest part of the chain. It yes. does take time, and sometimes you know you accumulate debt in order to build yourself mm. up. Where mm. are you now? Mm. Are you managing your money better? Yeah, yeah. So for the, you know, I think three years ago I had to take a very important decision, and a, a decision like that. I think um, the music industry changes quite, you know, it changes significantly how money, how the value, mm. is, the ecosystem of money flows. I decided to have ownership of my music, so that meant that I would invest you know, in my music and treat my music like equity. Um, the same way that when you have a property, you, you, you know, you earn rent, a rental income. I had to look at um, owning my work, my music work, and look at the royalties from it as interest that mm. my, my investment gives me. And I think that gave me a new perspective. It gave me ownership. It put back the value in my hands. And from there, I really... I've tried to, to, you know, value every step of money, you know, actually earning the revenue um, and actually learning to save some and actually learning to enjoy some because I think that's one thing that I deprived myself of. Um, Coming from Zimbabwe where you are literally on survival mode Mm. Um, and also learning to take care of the basics and also understanding that, you know, by being in debt, especially if you're in personal debt, you're, you're really doing yourself a disservice, yeah. you know, because then you cannot start to invest. You, you cannot start to grow your business or to grow yourself, especially, and you know, what tends to happen, I think, with young people is that you accumulate debt. Like, you know, most young people now are entrepreneurs. And the reality is that we are starting from zero, especially, I think, most of us um black young people, you know, we don't come from families where perhaps there is some sort of fund, you know, there's some Mm. sort of seed funding. You're coming into a situation whereby you have to dig within your own pockets and at times you have to borrow from family members, which is luck because, you know, some people cannot even do that. Yeah. And I think you find yourself in a situation whereby, you know, you have a hand to lifestyle where you need to pay your bills, pay everything else. You have little left to save, little left to enjoy and actually pay forward to yourself for all the work you do. I think the most important part of what you are saying is that you have so much, you are more in control of what you are doing with your money. You're making very smart moves and investing in yeah. your music. You're investing in yourself, but you're also growing yourself as a business, yeah. which I'm sure you got from the education that you were trying to give yourself around money. But I think just having control makes all the difference. 
Absolutely. Well, it was it was such a great pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, and I wish you all the best in your career going forward and with your company, Asali Music. It was lovely to have you on the show. Thank you. That was Barita Kumalo, Afropop, a songstress and a manager of her own company, Asali Music. She is the founder, actually, of Asali Music. My Money and Me, every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.